There's there's so many chip options to go with here. And I see that we're live now. Hi, everybody. Welcome hey, everybody. to our second live lineup lock show. I'm here with Tom once again. Tom, thanks so much for joining me again. Yeah, thank you very much for having me on. I'm ready for a, a stress-filled hour ahead, but also will be fun. <laughs> Chat is full. Let's fire it right up. Oh, my goodness. Questions already. For folks asking about Rob, I'm going to keep a close eye on Rob. He's boarding a plane right now, I think going from Italy to London. So I'll be interested to see if, when, how he drops his lineup. If someone sees it before us over on Twitter, do let us know so we can we can compare him with mine and Tom's lineup in real time. Question in the chat from Ash, what would be the best limitless build? Now, I think of the the chips, limitless and 3x are probably the ones that I'm the least inclined to use this week, but I would say something very similar to what we saw in Monza, given the pace of Ferrari, something that's Red Bull and Ferrari heavy. Maybe instead of Checo, you'd have Lewis, something like that. And then instead of a, a, a budget driver, you'd have Lando. Do you have any thoughts on that, Tom? What would you do for a, a limitless build this week? To be honest, I think Limitless, if it wasn't like Singapore and quite a dangerous track uh, in general, and everyone's, you know, piling on no negative because they're expecting DNFs, I feel like Limitless is actually, it would actually otherwise be quite a good opportunity to use it this week because it's so close. Um, and, you know, you could pile in on a mixture of sort of um, Red Bull. When I say Red Bull, probably only Max Verstappen. And then I'd have like probably both, both Ferrari drivers and Mercedes drivers um but for me personally if i had limitless although it would be kind of kind of tempting this week i think because of the nature of the track high chance of dnf i'd rather capitalize on on a safer safer bet down the line um but in terms of other chips uh definitely for me looking at the autopilot so and i know you've already used up a chip as well so <laughs> good and Let's chat a little bit about what we've seen from the practices so far. So for anyone who hasn't caught up yet, Ferrari 1-2, FP1, FP2, signs with two P1 finishes in FP1 and FP3. Ferrari's looking really, really good here. Meanwhile, Red Bull have been complaining of problems pretty much through the whole, the, the whole weekend. Max, very audible in FP3 about upshifting problems. They brought him in twice. Seems like it's starting to get better, but not great. Even with the upshifting problems, though, still managing middle of the top 10. Yeah, and I, I, I'd anticipate Verstappen to still be right up there in the mix for at least the front row, I'd imagine, just because it's Max Verstappen and the form that he's currently in. Uh, obviously, there's a little bit of uh, uncertainty this particular weekend, and it's probably track-specific more than anything. Um, and in my sort of current thinking, I haven't completely cut all ties with Red Bull. I still, I still think Max Verstappen is viable. Um, but yeah, it's definitely, definitely give me some pause for thought with the issues that Red Bull have been having. Um, I haven't watched FP3 uh, an hour or so ago, keeping a close eye and drive um, both Perez and Verstappen and their kind of uh, talk over the radio. Neither of them seem very happy. I don't know if you also watched FP3. 
um, but they're both complaining about this and that. The rear is still unstable. Um, Perez having having quite a bit of trouble, and I think where was he way back down in the rankings? He was yeah P eight. So he's kind of consistently he's P seven P seven P eight across the practice sessions. Um, we've sort of seen this before from Perez to some extent, and he does tend to climb up a bit higher when it comes to quality. But I genuinely think that the Red Bull could be in a spot above her this weekend. It, it's going to be very interesting to see if they can figure out these issues in the rundown to, to qualifying here. And one of the other big headlines from the early practice sessions, you can see the first poll up in the chat here. There were lizards that triggered some yellow flags in the early sessions. And Fernando Alonso allegedly took one out. And so our question to you is, will we see lizards on track in qualifying? Right now, the results are deadlocked at 50-50. But I want to know what your opinion is, because someone DNFing over a lizard was not on my 2023 <laughs> bingo card. I don't think that's on anyone's bingo card, I would imagine. And yeah, I hope that doesn't happen because, you know, for the lizard's sake, but also for the driver involved, if they do happen to splat a lizard, that could actually, you know, be a bit dangerous for the, for the driver as well. Um, but yeah, I'm hoping that lizards uh, do not make an appearance today, um, but you can't rule anything out. And yeah, um, with my, my current sort of team that I'm considering at the moment, um, I've got quite a mix of, of different drivers from different teams at the moment. So I've got, you know, I've got a big lizard catch a net, if you will, if there are any lizards out there. <laughs> Mike puts in the chat, take your Valium, gents. And it's really, it's going to be a very, uh, a very nerve wracking hour for us as we lock in our lineups. If, if anyone saw Tom's final thoughts video yesterday, he was in between four vastly different lineups. So <laughs> a lot to think about. And I hear a rumor that he's susceptible to a little group think if we can, if we can nudge him towards something. <laughs> Yeah, I've been, I've been pushed this way and that way a little bit in previous deadline streams. Um, and I am still not locked in at the moment, although I am reasonably settled on, on what, what, I, what I'm looking at. Um, but it does have me a little bit scared because there is a little bit more red in my team than normal. <laughs> to hop back to the chat, Justin asks about a lineup that's Verstappen, Alonso, Norris, Signs, Joe, Ferrari, McLaren. So that would be substituting the Red Bull constructor for Ferrari, taking that extra budget and running Alonso, Norris, Signs. I think it's a pretty popular way to go about it. Um, you, I think the most of us agree that, that Perez is very risky, given some of his struggles in free practice and his mm -hmm. inability to climb too far up the field if he qualifies low. That seems like a perfectly fine way to to cover that off. Yet no exposure to Perez at all. Yeah, I mean that's kind of where I'm leaning. When we when we bring up our team shortly, um, I am definitely kind of off Perez in all my. You know, I've narrowed it down to like kind of a couple builds really, and I'm kind of more or less set on one in particular. And in none of those builds does Perez exist. <laughs> um, like I say, he's he looks like he struggled a bit through the practice sessions, and Red Bull in general has struggled. So. You know, if I'm going to have any Red Bull coverage, it's going to be Max Verstappen because it's Max Verstappen as opposed to Perez, who has been a bit here miss through the season. Um, but yeah, that's uh, kind of my views on that. And I do think that also Alonso signs kind of uh, will feature in quite a few teams. Alonso is an interesting one because he wasn't really on the pace so much today, um, but we saw an FP2, which is the more representative of the practice sessions. 
Um, he looked really good, and especially his race pace in particular looked really good. Plus, this is just Fernando Alonso, who who can you know he's won a couple of races here in Singapore himself, and you know having that experienced driver who's who knows how to win round here on your team uh, could be invaluable this week as we see other teams kind of packed with rookies that haven't haven't uh, driven round here. So I think uh, having that kind of safe Alonso option, although Aston Martin haven't looked like they're that electric, then I think is a pretty good, pretty nice safe option. I agree with a lot of those points on Alonzo. Safe at a track where you need safe, and also um, someone who's won around here before. Good race pace. All good reasons to believe in Fernando this week. If you if you don't quite have the budget to get to Lando, or if you're divesting from some of the more expensive drivers, I think Fernando will be featured in a lot of teams this week. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about the contest that you see at the bottom of your screen here. It's going to be open until 8.50 Eastern. We've got about another 40 minutes or so of the contest. It's really simple. You download the FanAmp app. The link is below in our description. It's in all of our socials. You'll head over to the Fantasy Formula group chat, and then you'll just answer the question, are you using a chip this week? And if so, which one are you using? And at 8.50, we'll randomly pick one winner to receive <laughs> two things. One is $50 to our new sponsor, Fifth Gear Garms. Their merch is really, really incredible, high quality, really, really neat designs too. I'm going to start wearing some of it on the show so you can all see some of the things that they have. And the other cool thing is, if you remember for Monza, Rob and I made a bet that whoever scored the most points would rename the team that scores the least points. Well, that didn't get resolved because we picked the same team. So this week, whoever wins this contest will get to rename either my or Rob's team, whoever scores the least. And if we score the same, you just pick a team and rename. So head on over to FanAmp. Tell us if you're using a chip because I see a lot of you are already doing it in the chat and enter to win a great prize. There aren't too many entries right now, so the odds are looking good. Oh, we've got... Some celebrities in the chat now. We've got Luke, who's the number one player in the world right now. Luke is, a, he he had a really nice interview with me earlier this week that's up on f1fantasyhq.com. Check that out if you want to hear how he got to the top. And he's already jockeying between a few teams as he tries to figure out how to stay on top of the Global League. I'm just fiddling about with my team at the moment, just trying to decide on that final that final build, to be honest. So, <laughs> I'll um, buy you. Oh, there you go. Let's see it. You want to see it? Yeah. Here we go. This is this is this is one of the builds that I'm uh, I'm looking at at the moment. Um, like I say, it was maybe a little bit nervous with the extra red in there, um, but I do like the fact that there's no budget driver. Um, maximizing out the budget to you know push the advantage the budget advantage over everyone else as much as I can. Um, so yeah, I'm kind of torn on this one. Um, however, there's another build which I'm kind of looking at as well. I was tempted, I have been tempted up quite a bit by the Mercedes, and I think they're definitely good options, but I think Ferrari just looked that slightly better, particularly in qualifying, uh, and therefore. And they're, and they're cheaper than the Mercedes as a constructor, which enables me to avoid that budget driver with this build. Um, I do I do quite like this. Um, if I go with this team, I am a bit stuck on what to do with the turbo driver um, and the possibility of using autopilot. Um, and I'll quickly show you the other build I'm still kind of con considering. Uh, give me two seconds, we bring back the Red Bulls. And 7.9, we bring in 
said budget driver and go with a team like this, which I also think looks really strong and kind of backs the Red Bulls um, a little bit, a little bit more if we think that the Red Bulls are going to improve from their practice session time. So, and it also gives me a little bit of Ferrari coverage. I quite like this build because it just um, gives me, you know, like I say, it gives me that Red Bull coverage if they come good. And it also gives me the color signs coverage because I think having at least one Ferrari driver seems sensible. And with this build, I could afford Sergio Perez and go triple Red Bull, but I'm not going to do that this weekend because I just haven't quite got the faith in Red Bulls around Singapore at the moment. So, yeah, I'm kind of torn, very torn. So I don't know if any of the chat can help me. <laughs> That's a strong team, and it speaks to the power of a big budget. And, and this is why I keep thinking about budget potential each week, trying to catch up to having the flexibility that teams like you and Luke have because your team options are just a little bit better than mine week in and week out. Yeah, really, really I mean, strong team top to bottom that you have here. Yeah, I mean, how how much budget difference is there? I think there's only less than a million, isn't there, between us? So, um, but even that is probably enough just to make the difference here, so I can avoid a budget driver. So, could be significant. Let's have a quick look at the chat while you're doing that. See if anyone's yeah. said hello to me. <laughs> My total budget is one twenty one three. One twenty one. Oh, okay. So you are actually a little bit, a little bit less. I think I'm one twenty three. Exactly. If I'm. Oh yeah. That makes all the difference there. Mm, yeah, it's a bit of a difference, I suppose. A few mm. questions in the chat about Limitless. I, we talked about it a bit at the top of the hour. We're a little bit nervous at this track about Limitless. It gives you a lot of exposure to, to drivers that could have a tough day. We're, I think there are a lot of chips that are in play. You know, Tom's talking about Autopilot covering Max, who hasn't been trending in the top three through the free practice sessions. I've already committed to no negative. I already used my autopilot earlier in the year, so I've committed to no negative since it's a very tough track, historically high DNF rate. If you are monkeying around with your team and making a lot of Ferrari moves that are new for you, you might want to go with the wild card. That way you're not racking up more than minus eight. One of the questions we saw earlier was, can I take minus four for a team I really like? My opinion's yeah. I think minus four is a pretty forgivable penalty to take. Compared to a 250 to 300 point week, four points is, is worth the squeeze there. But once you start getting to minus eight, minus 12, you start wondering, maybe I go with a lesser driver or take the wild card chip. Yeah, there's lots of lots of food for thought in terms of chips. <clears throat> you know, we've spent most of the season thinking, oh, we're going to just wait around for a sprint race. It'll be fine. We'll use, we'll use all our chips on a sprint race. And I'm here having now used my limitless chip last week on a non-sprint race <clears throat> heavily considering autopilot for yet another non-sprint race so yeah it's a quite a dilemma which has uh, really thrown it wide open at long last we've been this is what we've been waiting for all season really to have a nice variety of teams and we're going to see a big variety perhaps the biggest variety so far this season going into this race with lots of people holding on to the red bull constructors lots of people like me potentially switching to ferrari some people will be dabbling with the mercedes it's yeah, it's wide open, which is um, probably why people are kind of looking towards limitless potentially. But for me, I would uh, hold off on on the limitless if I still had it. Absolutely. <clears throat> Ash asked, "Do you think it'd be possible to go throughout the season without using the wild card?" Like, possibly. <laughs> yeah. If you if you just nibble minus four here and there and. You, you get to Abu Dhabi and you haven't used it yet. It's you could you could go the whole season without wild card. And I remember 
back in May when we had such a strong template thinking to myself, I may never use the wildcard chip. I may never make a sub again. So luckily yeah. the season's evolved a bit. Yeah, definitely. I think the wildcard, I think some people definitely will be wildcard in this, this, uh, this weekend. And I considered, I even put on my, my Twitter earlier that, you know, like a triple Ferrari Mercedes were in there, but then that does kind of lock you out a little bit of Red Bull going into the following race. So I didn't kind of off the, off the wildcard at the moment. Um, but certainly I could see myself also just not using the wildcard for the rest of the season. Um, the two teams I'm looking at at the moment, the Red Bull or Ferrari constructor here, um, both these team builds are just using up two free substitutions. So I won't be using my wild card um, this weekend. Um, but yeah, I definitely can see the attraction of, of, for some people to use it. Paul's opening up in the chat now of which chip are you using this week? Yeah, I think the no negative is going right now. I'm on record with no negative. Tom leaning toward autopilot. Sounds like you're starting to settle into autopilot, Tom. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. This is where the stress starts setting. <laughs> Tom, Tom needs another 45 minutes or so to get right. We'll come back. To you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm honestly not sure. I'm still not even set on my on my actual team here at the moment either. So I'm I'm very torn on pulling away from Red Bull. Um, thing is, if I do pull away from Red Bull with a team like this, I think. I can fairly easily sort of jump back, depending on price changes, um, the next week to something similar. Um, probably get back in someone like Albon. Where is he? I've lost him. Completely lost him. Uh, there is. Yeah, I can easily afford this. This is a team I've actually got at the moment coming out of Zandvoort and Monza. So, um, yeah, getting back to Red Bull, if I ditch them off this weekend, I can get back to Red Bull fairly comfortably going into the Japanese Grand Prix. So it makes me feel a little bit easier about um, ditching off Red Bull potentially. And if I'm going to ditch off Red Bull at all this season, I feel like now could well be could be the weekend. I've also doubled, doubled around with um, taking a minus four and bringing in some Mercedes assets here as well. But then you're kind of left with like Pierre Gasly or something as your fifth driver, which doesn't seem to super appeal him. Um, yeah, yeah I do, I do like the look of Mercedes. Sorry? Not a, not a lot of uh, good looks for Alpine this weekend, so I probably no, that. yeah, no. Unless I just want to, you know, rather than take a minus four, I could just leave it on Alex Albon, hope he qualifies far back, and then you know avoids a DNF and kind of happy with a team like this. If I want to completely avoid the Ferraris entirely and trust in the Mercedes, um, so suddenly, suddenly instead of narrowing down my team selection, I've opened it up, and now there's a third team that I might be looking at. But... <laughs> yes. Let's get the chaos cooking. <laughs> yeah. Luke's over in the chat. He's thinking the same thing as you, Tom. So we got the number one player in the world and one of the best fantasy analysts in the world, both agreeing on a Ferrari heavy lineup this week, shift back think... to Red Bull for Japan. But Tom Tom is all over the grid, so who knows what I'll have. <laughs> I am a little bit all over the grid. I'd be very interested to hear the global number one's view on Mercedes versus Ferrari because I know looking at Twitter – everyone on Twitter is like all in with Ferraris and I am kind of leaning more towards Ferraris, but I am a little bit surprised that Mercedes are just not really entering people's thoughts or if they are, they're just kind of overtaken by the Ferraris. Um, so I'd be quite interested to hear some people's opinions on why Ferraris are the favorites, because when you actually look at the race pace from FP2, the Mercedes were right on it in terms of race pace. Um, and even better, I think the clerk was lagging a little bit behind both George and Lewis. So in terms of race pace, the Mercedes actually look 
like as strong, potentially even stronger than Ferrari. So as long as they can sort out their qualifying, which is what they were focused on in FP3. If you saw them in FP3, they were whacking on the soft tire and just going, going, going. And, you know, George up there, I think, was he P2 in the end or at the end of practice sessions on the soft tire? So if Mercedes can now qualify him, which looks like they stand a good chance, um, you know, they're quite a trustworthy team um, for me. And that's why I'm kind of been tempted by them over the last sort of 24, 48 hours. But I'm just surprised that, no one else seems to be talking about them. What, what's your view on, on the Mercedes? Well, my view on Mercedes is I am hoping for a big week this week, as always. <laughs> this is a track, and you know, we talk about high downforce of this circuit and being something that teams like Mercedes are strong at. I think their floor is very high here. I see George and Lewis both finishing in the top six or seven. So I don't see any issues with, with running Mercedes. The only issue would just be then the budget. Like you could, mm -hmm. you could swap Perez for Russell one for one. I think that's a pretty safe move if you um, are constrained on on price or number of moves you can make. Yeah, something like what what Tom's showing on the screen there, that could certainly work. Yeah, that leaves me at Albon again as my <clears throat> fifth driver. Who, I guess, the way you can look at Albon around here is just like an expensive budget driver who you probably probably want to keep in potentially. Um, Japan onwards, although that said, maybe Japan isn't actually that favoured for, for Williams either, so maybe Albon's kind of run his race this this season in fantasy teams, so I don't know if I want to keep him in there, but yeah, I'm very, very torn, as you can tell. Um, I've come on to this live stream like, oh, I'm pretty set, I've got one or two builds, now all of a sudden I've got about four or five builds, and I'm back to square one again where I was about three hours ago. <laughs> Some questions in the chat about budget drivers and who to look out for this weekend. I really like Yuki coming off mm -hmm. on FP3, he was consistently in the top 12. He's running a pretty big set of upgrades. I think Alpha Tauri and McLaren were the only two teams to bring really proper packages of upgrades this weekend. And Yuki also had the engine failure in the lead up to Monza last time out. I think they've probably fixed enough there that he's safest from another issue. I think if you run the no negative to cover off any mental errors or accidents, things like that, Yuki probably tops the budget drivers for me this week. I'm just unwilling yeah. to move off of Joe because it would cost me four points. And at that point, it's kind of a coin flip. Yep. Um, I'll be in agreement with you. Um, like I say, the team, one of the teams that I've considered, which I'll bring back on the screen now, um, does uh, involve does involve uh, Yuki Tsunoda as the budget option. Let me just all this around a little bit and pop it in so this is like i said earlier on the, in the stream is one of the teams i'm seriously considering if i don't want to go too far off red bull and too deep into ferrari then i could just sort of swap in carlos signs and then the budget option even though i can afford someone like Nujo, who's only a tiny bit more <clears throat> dearer um i do think yuki sonoda for me would be my preferred budget for the reasons you've just mentioned basically and the fact that he's had He's actually got some experience around Singapore, albeit he did DNF here last year. Um, but yeah, I think um, Yuki has definitely come on leaps and bounds um, this season, and he's someone I trust a lot more. Um, and it, it avoids having to pick someone like you know Sergeant or Hulkenberg. You just, if you can avoid picking one of those guys, then I, I would highly recommend it. Absolutely. I'm checking our fan amp base now, and I see a limitless team. Verstappen, Perez, Sainz, Leclerc, Hamilton, Red Bull, Ferrari. Whoa, that is 
<laughs> that's a heavy team. I do. That's why I love Limitless so much. Is that they're throwing a lot of darts right at the top of the the top ten there. Yep. Um, I mean, I wish I kind of wish I could just run Limitless every week and make the game a lot easier, wouldn't it? <laughs> just have like twenty Limitless chips for the season. <laughs> I do miss the days of the chips reset each half of the season. So then you would mm. you'd strategize for the first half, strategize for the second half. Instead, you have to play yeah. sort of six that months. That would be quite ahead. nice. That would be quite nice. Yeah, definitely. And that would be quite nice. And then, you know, having the triple three times um, DRS driver twice in a season would make life a bit easier rather than getting torn on, for example, Austria earlier on in the season or waiting on like for another six months before you can use it. <laughs> Tiago in the chat asks, autopilot or no negative? Now, in this case, I've already used my autopilot. Tom's already used no negative. So we're basically constrained by which, which one we have left. So I, I've already committed to the no negative. If you have them both, which one would I go with? I think given Max's clear problems with the car, he's not the runaway number one driver this week, and... I think the rain is subsiding today and tomorrow, so it's less dangerous. I would probably lean toward autopilot versus no negative if I had the choice. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people are going no negative, and I wouldn't vote them for it. Um, I feel like there might be a slight misconception of no negative in the fact that when you're tripled up on teams, it's better. But I actually feel like when you've got a wider range, for example, the team I've got on screen at the moment, I've got, uh, what, five separate drivers on here um so to speak so that kind of increases my chance of catching the dnf whereas when you dnf when you're tripled up on someone yeah your driver gets the minus 20 and maybe they finish on like minus 10 minus 15 or whatever the no negative would save you that but the constructor itself is unlikely to actually finish on the negative score so the no negative won't actually help with your constructor um so i feel like actually no negative is potentially stronger when you've got a wider range of drivers than it is when you're kind of triple stacked does that make sense, Adam, of what I'm trying to get at? It does. <laughs> it just adds to the the complexity of, of picking things this week. I do mm. think what we agree on is you could pick either of them and be okay. It's just a matter of yeah. how you get the most value out of that chip. Yeah, and I think for me, like I say, I've got about half an hour now until the deadline. Um, I am quite, quite keen on the autopilot chip, to be honest. Um, and I know there's probably upside on holding on. Um, but the truth of the matter is that right here, right now, half an hour until a deadline, I genuinely don't know with the current team on screen, who's going to score more points. I, I don't know. Is it Max Verstappen? Uh, is he genuinely going to struggle? Is Carlos Sainz going to win the race, get driver of the day, blah, blah, blah. Could Fernando Alonso get in there with that, that good race pace we've seen from FP2 yesterday? Could Lando Norris with his big, big upgrade get on the podium, driver of the day potential as well? Um, Piastri's also shown some some reasonable pace although i wouldn't anticipate him necessarily getting on the podium but i do think that there's at least three potentially four drivers of my the current team that could score the most and therefore autopilot could be the most um, could be the best option um, whereas when it comes to a sprint weekend when i think red bull are likely to be back in the groove and probably the strongest team again it becomes clearer when that max verstappen is probably just going to be the best drs booster for the rest of the season so pot potentially this could be the best um opportunity to now use autopilot which is why i'm kind of thinking quite strongly about going for it you bring up a good point too about the driver of the day 
I think people are generally exhausted with giving it to Max, even if he pulls out the win here. So even a good result from Lando or Carlos with a few overtakes, they could edge him out in terms of total points, even in a Max win, like a Lando P2 with driver of the day, steals fastest lap, all of a sudden Lando's the, the highest scoring asset. Hmm, yeah. Yes, yeah, so it's a tight one. I can, I'm fully behind anyone who wants to use autopilot or not use it. I'm fully behind people that want to use no negative or not use it. I don't think there's any real right or wrong answer. It's about your own kind of gut feeling and um, just sort of trusting your instincts on this one because it's so tight um, on, a, on a variety of different fronts, really. If it helps, if it helps you decide, I just locked in my team and... I made the mistake of locking it in and then looking at Rob's team, and it's the same team again. Oh, no, no, again. <laughs> so whoever wins our contest, over in the corner of the screen, if you head over to FanApp, look for the Fantasy Formula channel. Put in the chat. I can see it building up right now. Are you using a chip this week? And if so, which one are you using? You get to pick which team you get to change the name for heading into Suzuka, me, or Rob. Tom, luckily for you, you are a guest host, and you can say the big boys as long as you'd like. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, that that team name was just a complete, like, what the hell do I call these guys? I didn't really think more than about three seconds on it, and it's just kind of stuck. So, <laughs> I put I put a lot of thought into my Sir Mix-a-Lot reference, and I'm going to miss it dearly <laughs> if someone changes my team. How long we got? About half an hour. I, I expect quite a lot of people are starting to lock in their teams now, aren't they? So, did you say you've locked your you locked your team? I in? have. I have. Yeah. I, since you're sharing, uh, maybe you head over to my Twitter. Let me have a look. X. Let me have a look, and then I'll bring it over. Yeah. Let's just snip this, and we'll bring it over here. And I'm seeing a lot of similar lineups in the chat. I see backup fantasy sports very similar to, to the lineup you're about to show for me. Uh, it's not working doing that. I'll just have to bring Twitter over. It's fine. <laughs> Luke, don't worry about third attempt. That's a, Your third attempt is number one in the world. You could call it whatever you want. It is still better than my, my clever team name that is uh, a bit lower than you. So here's here's the team I'm going with here. Like I mentioned, moving away from Perez and Man. Fernando Alonso to bring in Signs and Lando. That's so close to one of mine. That's so close to the <laughs> other team I'm considering, apart from Joe and Sonoda. Oh my god. <laughs> so I have to do something that you don't have to do though. That's chase pricing. And on the, mm -hmm. the team calculator page on F1FantasyTools.com, they've added this predictive model on who they think is going to gain value based on their predicted race outcome. And all three McLaren assets have the among the highest gain potential this week. And so I need to do something that gives me the best chance of, of catching those big wallets so I can have more lineup flexibility. And then covering off that overexposure to McLaren with the no negative because God forbid Piastri goes off the track. That's minus 40 between him and the constructor. Yeah, uh, I think the team looks strong. Like I say, it's only one driver away from one of the other builds that I'm considering. So, and with the no negative kind of safety bank there, um, yeah, you should be pretty well set up, I think, for this week. Um, 
trusting in the Red Bulls, not quite trusting in the Ferraris enough. Um, uh, where does that leave me? I don't know. <laughs> A couple of things from the chat. Joe has been dreadful and was running as close to dead last in the, the free practice sessions as I've seen in a while. To me, it came yeah. down to not, I, I didn't want to spend four points to bring in Sonoda this week and then at a track with more overtakes for Suzuka next week, spending another minus four to bring Joe back, being a net minus eight. I'm hoping he hangs out at the back of the pack, takes advantage of a few DNFs, one or two overtakes, and just limps me out of the week. But I do see more potential in Sonoda if you had the, the transfers to move with. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm pretty. I'm sure you're pretty pretty happy with that team. To be honest, I think it looks pretty good. We'll see. We'll see. Um, come tomorrow. Um, yeah. Brilliant team name in the chat from Ash. Show me the money, which is what happened to him this week since uh, Joe has resigned with Alfa Romeo. Uh, for Very nice. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> we'll we'll sit here as as the plot thickens on Tom's team. Yeah, sorry, I've just got to like have a proper think about this because I'm still I'm still very torn with these different builds. Uh, I'm just gonna have a quick flick around. Maybe you can uh, discuss the uh, the contest again to get the last few people in there before we. Yes, we've got wheel. a little under twenty minutes left to the contest. Tell us what you're doing for chip usage this week. Download the FanAmp app. Head to the Fantasy Formula base. Tell us what you're doing, and you could win a great prize package from our friends at Fifth Gear Garms and rename either my team or Rob's team for Suzuka. Hey, hey, hey. Okay, I'm going to have to think about this. I think, I don't know. I honestly don't know. I feel like I could have another week until the deadline and I'd spend the entire week just like going back and forth, back and forth and never coming. I can see the smoke pouring out. To a final as, decision, as go. but I'm going to have to make a decision pretty pronto. So it's, uh, yeah, yeah. Yep, there is literally you can see the cogs turning in my head. <laughs> There's some big brain stuff. Yeah, I mean, like this is right. this is a team that I'm. This this is the team that I was um, I am considering. Obviously, you can see exactly how similar it is to your team that you've now locked in. Um, it's literally just Sonoda, isn't it? That's different. Um, so we could have almost the same team. And you said Rob's gone for the same team as well. Now now suddenly I'm getting drawn in, thinking, oh, the other uh, people that play, you know, engaged managers out there are picking the same team as me. But obviously I can't. I can't get drawn in too much like that. <laughs> I need to make my own decision. And I'll be honest, I feel like I'm kind of leaning more towards this Ferrari building that makes me nervous. Um, and and firing off the autopilot. Um, yeah, I don't know. Can, can Ferrari come good two weeks in a row? <laughs> Is that going to happen? Yeah, because I'm, I'm kind of struggling on two fronts. I, I, like the, the first front is looking in the final team second front is do i use the autopilot chip and i guess the third one is if, if i don't use the autopilot chip who do i put the two times on so i've actually got three different decisions to make over the next few minutes um, and that's uh, that's a recurring theme in the chat david asks do you use the drs on signs versus max mm. that really comes down to do you trust that red bull will fix the upshifting problem and get max into the top three versus do you think Ferrari will be able to improve their race pace to stay in the top three? And so just based on the history of this season, which team do I think is more likely to rise to the occasion? 
I think, Red Bull. So I'm keeping it on Verstappen, even though I have signs on the team. Obviously, autopilot's a good way to secure that you have the best option either way. Uh, yeah, I need to I need to have a think. And like I said, I'm still tempted. I think the first thing I need to do is decide between the main constructor, which is do I want to stick with Red Bull? Do I want to break away, go Ferrari? Oh, Mercedes is still an option. That's the first thing I need to do. Once I've narrowed, once I've ticked off one of them, I can then sort of home in on uh, the two times and the autopilot decision. Um, yeah, I need to think. So Red Bull versus Ferrari versus Mercedes. I think the trouble is I am, I am still kind of tempted. But then if I go with Mercedes, I then have to drop Fernando Alonso down to a budget option. Um, let's have a look what that looks like. I'll cover the chat a little bit while you, while you pull yeah. around there. I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry because uh, I genuinely need to. No, this is good. I can, I can see the wood burning the whole time. <laughs> Malik, I see you're having some problems with your budget compared to previous weeks. I agree with the chat. If you log out and log back in, usually it just clears out whatever bugs are holding you back and then just making sure that you're not referring to like a, a second or third team and that it is your, your main team that you're used to the high budget for. Oh boy, look at the the lack of love for Mercedes in the, in the poll again. No one's after Mercedes. I swear, if Mercedes won to this and I don't go with it, I'm I'm fully blaming everyone in the chat today. <laughs> I am firmly a, a personal team over fantasy team guy, so a Mercedes one two is a fantastic weekend for me. <laughs> My global rank drop as it will. Hmm. Mike says polls are always wrong. Yeah, this is true. Quite possibly. <laughs> okay, so it's that or that. I think I think I'm kind of set on missing out on Mercedes as much as it kind of saddens me because I do think they're genuinely a really good option this weekend. The next question I kind of have to ask myself is how much coverage um, with Ferrari do I really want? If I go all in Ferrari and it backfires, it's going to hurt. Let's have a look at the ownership actually. Um, well, quite a big drop in ownership as well. So obviously Ferrari work out having having them as twenty three percent over Red Bull at fifty six percent. It's going to be a, a nice rank uh, rank climb, I would imagine. But obviously the the reverse of that could happen. Red Bull pull through, finish on the, both their cars on the podium, and I'm sat there with Ferrari looking very foolish. So yeah, it's a tough one. Tough one to call. I could I feel like this team on screen right now is kind of the safe team. Um, and bearing in mind, I'm already in the top three thousand. I also kind of need to think about how much do I want to push it this week and try and potentially push into the top thousand, for example, and then how much do I, um, yeah, how much do I want to just kind of secure my position and not drop down too much if everything backfires. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. That's the other tricky thing is Tom and I need to sustain some credibility week in and week out. So we, <laughs> our threshold for, for pain is only so high for some of you that are in mini leagues that need to make a move and want to do something crazy these mercedes builds these heavy ferrari builds they're not out of the question it's just the the highs are higher and the lows are lower just come back to your team for a second have you have you are you locked in on putting the two times on verstappen did you i did you am. Say? i think no. that i think given the fact that red bull had the top race pace in fp1 fp2 given the issues with the upshifting mm. and ferrari was lower I can see a world where signs qualifies P1, P2, max P4, P5, and then they switch during the race, which is still a good outing for signs, but max would net the most points. 
Yeah, it's a tough one. Tough one. Um, if I went with a team like this, I'd actually kind of be tempted to go with Carlos Sainz. Um, just so I'm not, I don't know, because I do think that Ferrari is just, oh, I don't know. I don't know. My brain's, my brain's gone now. I'm sorry. <laughs> I need it's, to make my decision. <laughs> that's okay. David in the chat says, where is Max overtaking though? And this is a good point because there's... This is, yeah, this is a good, good point, like you said. This is the, they had the third fewest overtakes on the 2022 calendar at this track. The drivers appealed for a fourth DRS zone because they straightened out those turns in sector three. That didn't work. So I think the the number of overtaking opportunities, they're, they're truly limited. So we would, would have to bank on overtaking in ways that only a world champion can do in max. And I think that's why I'm confident in max in an unlikely situation, but very not confident in Checo this week. Okay. So about 20 minutes left to go. Um, I feel like, I feel like planet safe with red Bull is probably the the right play to kind of stick with the crowd and if it goes badly for red bull haven't really lost that much but i can't help but think that the option of ferrari is kind of staring me in the face and although it is riskier um i am very tempted with this build maxing the budget out avoiding budget drivers in altogether um yeah i have to i have to admit i am the more and more I think about it, the more I think breaking away slightly from the template, dropping Red Bull for the first time this season. Um, if it's going to happen this this weekend in Singapore, could be could be the moment. Um, like I say, it could backfire. We know the Ferraris haven't been super trustworthy in the past. Um, I hope those high temperatures don't affect those engines too much and the, the, the tire degradation. But like I said, the race pace was fairly decent from them. Um, what, what do you guys in the chat think? Do you think I should be locking in this team? And if, if I do lock in this team, um, I'm still kind of torn on autopilot, but that's uh, the next decision in the train of decisions to do. So Justin says we'll commiserate with, with you, Tom. Is that, yeah. <laughs> I guess and that means that we're going with uh, with Ferrari, uh, Justin. The, the chat likes it, and we're all pretty envious of your, your current cost cap situation. You can see this takes Tom right to the very end of his budget. And so it's something that a lot of us can't run, and it's it's a pretty lineup, and something you can easily get out of for Suzuka too, yeah. without, yeah, without sure. gymnastics to it. Yeah, I mean, if this is, let's say this is my team going into this deadline, and I want to get back to Red Bull, I can actually go boom, boom, two my my two free substitutes. Oh, if I can actually click on this, get that, and I've got seven point nine left in the bank, which enables me to not quite get to Albon, but someone like uh, Yuki or Shinoda for Japan and just go back to a team like this, which is obviously the build that I'm considering now for Singapore. But I don't think potentially this team is optimal for Singapore. So I feel like, because I can get back to this team pretty comfortably unless I somehow get priced out of 2.4 million, um, then I feel like taking, taking a little bit of a risk this weekend and trust, this, this sounds wrong, but trust in those Ferraris for the second week in a row, um, going with a team like this, I think we're. Mm. I'm going to lock in this team. That's looking good, Tom. I really like that. And mm. having no budget driver at a track where budget drivers are the most likely to have the issues, seeing Williams and Haas and and um, Alfa Romeo struggling throughout the free practice sessions, 
this is a good way to to really make sure you've got all top 10 finishers. Yeah. Okie dokie. Gabriel, how you join the competition is you download the FanAm app. It's in the link below. It's also in the FanAm's, um, in the profile description. You find the Fantasy Formula Base once you download that app. And then tell us, are you using a chip for Singapore? Our entries are starting to fill up, and we have just five minutes left in that contest. Cool. Five minutes to go. And... I think with 15 minutes to go, I don't want to leave it any later because I'm kind of, like I said, I've been thinking super hard all week about my team selection this week and even more hard over the last sort of, 24 hours since we've had the practice sessions. And I think, although it makes me nervous with these Ferraris, um, I think I'm going to lock in this team. So we're going to go lock it in on on the screen here. Uh, I will say 15 minutes ago, I still haven't decided on the autopilot or the DRS boost, but we're going to... I know, save so you 15 minutes to think about <laughs> shit, so let, let's knock out the lineup. Yeah, at least the, the lineup's going in. So we're getting rid of Albon, which I think is absolutely fine for car signs. Quite quite the upgrade, if you don't mind me saying. And then Red Bull to Ferrari for this weekend only, most likely. Um, we're going we're gonna to do that as well. So for the first time this season, we're going to say ciao to the Red Bulls and two free transfers out of two so no extra cost for me thankfully and we're going in with the confirm button so there we go we have confirmed maxing out the budget fully maxed out <laughs> um we're, like i say just under 15 minutes to decide on whether i use the autopilot and if i don't who gets the drs boost that's exciting we've got mm. we've got a lot going on now <laughs> Just going to catch up with the chat, see what's going on there, see if we've got any... Uh... And for those of you downloading the, the FanAmp app now, this is where Rob and I chat about fantasy throughout the week. There are a lot of really great bases across the, the FanAmp community, and so we always go across each other's bases, chat about the race, chat about fantasy. We have updates of daily news. There's a really great betting group that, that has always these very sneaky bets that they put in before the books update based on some of the latest updates from the, the track. So a lot of really good follows across the FanAmp community. I'm just going to pull up the schedule for two secs because I just want to refresh my memory of the races to come just so I can have one more last think about whether autopilot might be more beneficial down the line. Uh, so Japan... See, the thing is with Qatar, United States, you know, I, I'd imagine Red Bull just going to be back on it, um, a, tra a track that suits them. You know, Red Bull have been saying that Singapore doesn't suit them, blah, blah, blah. They've been saying it kind of all week long. Um, and I do think it might be a track-specific thing this week, which is why I've gone with the Ferraris. And therefore, I do think Red Bull will be strong later on, and therefore autopilot chip returns might diminish a little bit, whilst it's very uncertain at the moment. Um, if I use my autopilot chip, that leaves me with just the wild card and the triple DRS boost to come. Triple DRS is definitely going to be using one of these sprint races. Um, autopilot wise, you know, I feel like it might be the time to use autopilot, but whew, yeah, tough one. Just over 10 minutes to decide. And obviously, we've got the competition closing in just a minute. So make sure if you haven't already joined competition to get in there because it's going to close. <laughs> it's starting to fill up. F1 Fantasy 2023 is starting to think about autopilot, so enough enough chatter with Tom has convinced them about it. 
Bertan27 is going no negative. Checo fan is going no chips at all. Good luck to you, Checo fan. Not just for the no chips, but for Checo himself. F1 Daily is going limitless. Big ups to F1 Daily. Nice. Adam E is going no chip. Love the name, Adam. Michael's going no negative as well. So a lot of people, it just everybody's in between everything right now. Oh, Keith, Keith in the chat. Keith's one of my my friends who I'm in a mini league with, and we're kind of a bit neck and neck. Although I did pull away a little bit with um with the limitless last last race out. He's saying he's locked in the same team I've got on screen with the autopilot. So, um, yeah. So now so, you have the advantage. Do you want to cover them off with the autopilot? <laughs> I mean, to be honest, um, no disrespect to my mini league, but I'm more, more interested in the global ranking, to be honest. And with 10 minutes to go, I, I, I genuinely think that autopilot just makes sense to me. Um, with how, how popular the no negative chip is also makes me think that autopilot in a way is like a mini no negative chip. So, you know, it kind of covers off a max for snap and DNF or something. Um, and with my team locked in as it is, like I say, I've got three, potentially four drivers in my team that could literally win the race this weekend. Um, there's so much uncertainty over Red Bull and Max Verstappen. Although I think he'll come good, I don't know if he's actually going to win the race. And um, whereas that might not be true later on. So I think we're about to lock in autopilot as well. And um, yeah, it's going to be <laughs> another chip on a non-sprint. Like, what's going on here? But we'll see if it can, can boost me up. <laughs> Fantastic. So All if right, I go are... ahead and do that, and then you can sort out the uh, the competition. Yes. So we're in the last minute of the competition now. So Tom is locking in his chip. Tell us on the Fantasy Formula base on Phantom if you are using a chip. We are going to end it in one minute, and then we'll show you on screen who we randomly pick to win the prize. Here we go, then. Autopilot. Tom I think is the time is right. Top scoring driver will automatically get. So chips all over the place this week. There we go. And I need to also uh, share this on my YouTube as I... I promise my, my own subscribers give me two seconds. Yes, you have uh, a very it's... impressive follower base over on YouTube. we got to make sure we feed them too. <laughs> they're probably wondering why I haven't posted it. They're not already in the chat. Like, <laughs> There's people that aren't here that are just biting their nails. What did he do? <laughs> now, interestingly, I could still beat Rob this week because he didn't use any chips. So somebody on our shared team crashes out. I will still get the edge. And the winner of the contest will rename Rob. Okie dokie. Just going to pop this in the community tab and then we'll do the competition if that's all right. Not a problem. Still got nine minutes until the start of qualifying. The chat started slowing up. Hopefully you all have your teams in a good spot to, to lock them in, but we're happy to answer a couple of last minute questions if you are, you're still waffling. Um, I'm sorry about the, the pause here. I'm just trying to find one. That's fine. I'll do some, 
I'll do some tap dancing in the middle. <laughs> yeah, you're, not gonna, you're not going to do your rain dance. You're not going to do the rain dance. You, you I didn't no do my rain dance. <laughs> you know, I was looking at the the forecast for today. I don't think there's any dancing I can do to bring rain down <laughs> during qualifying at this so, point. Don't want to don't embarrass yourself then. <laughs> no, not yet. Here we go. Looking through the chat now, we've got Tahir, who's number 88 in the world. Welcome. Thank you for joining and good luck. That, that's really wonderful news. Christian, I am out on Lance this race. He's had this, this run of form that it doesn't really feel like he has a good grip in that Aston Martin, even though the track should suit the car. I'm not sure I, I quite trust the driver these days. And in that same price area you have, Piastri, Gasly, and Albon that I would probably all take at or above Lance. <clears throat> and if you do do Lance, I would probably stick the no negative on top of him just in case he makes a, a mental error. Right. I'm just going to sort out the wheel. I think everyone, the competition has in fact closed now. Is that correct, Adam? It is, yes. Do, 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 do. Okay. And I think we need whenever to you're ready, I can I can bring the bring the wheel over whenever you want it. All right. Let's do you have Joe on the wheel? It was a, a late entry that just yes. made it in. Yes, I've got right. Joe. Fantastic. On. We're ready to move it over. Let's give it a shot. All right. I'm gonna bring him bring it over here. Hopefully everyone can see that. So all of you that have entered are in on the right. You're on this wheel, and now Tom is going to spin it, and we'll see who wins the prize. Okay, we ready then? Let's do it. There you go. F1 Daily. <laughs> it's F1 Daily. Awesome. Oh, we got some confetti too. So congratulations yeah. to F1 Daily. We're going to reach out to you on the FanAmp app, get your information so we can hook you up with the prize. And then I'll be in touch with you to figure out whose team you're renaming for Japan next week. Awesome. Very nice. Well done, F1 Daily. Thank you for everyone that entered the competition. Um, if you didn't win today, which is obviously all of you apart from F1 Daily, you can always try again next time. <laughs> Absolutely. And we'll be doing this much more often throughout the, the rest of the season. Fifth Gear Garms is here to stay with us. And they have some great merch that we'll be giving away throughout the, the last part of the season. David in the chat says autopilot or no negative. Totally depends. I've yeah. gone no negative. Tom's gone autopilot. The short answer is there's no wrong answer. It's team dependent. It's definitely team dependent. Like I mentioned earlier, I went on a bit of a, a spiel about how I think no negative could be quite good for a team like what I've got at the moment when you've got a wide uh, variety of uh, drivers that you're you're in your net um but yeah it depends um i've gone for autopilot because i think i've got at least three potentially four drivers that could score the maximum points this weekend um in all honesty it's probably probably closer between verstappen and signs but i do think norris especially could also be up there for top point scorer potentially with those upgrades and the way he's driving and alonso's got an outside chance so for me personally i've gone autopilot but it is completely team dependent um, and what you what you think is right, go for it. Because you've got like four minutes to, to go for it. So do it. <laughs> Fantastic. I've never figured out exactly when the lineup's locked. Like what minute is it? Is it right at the, the top of the hour? Or did they, they cut yeah, you off a minute or so. two early? 
So we've got the, the little clock up top right mm -hmm. here. We've got four minutes. So okay, it really it's is going to the hour. Yeah, it's going to lock us out any minute now. So yeah, this is. I imagine it's tied to the big Rolex that's on track. As soon as that hits the the top of the hour, F1 Fantasy is off yeah. for the week. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I don't have a big Rolex to, to show everyone, but we'll have to make do. Uh, yeah, lots of people in the chat, lots of people going to autopilot, lots of people going no negative. I think no negative will be the most popular of chips used this week, but I think, you know, I've literally gone for autopilot myself, so I do think there'll be a few of us out there um, um, who've gone for that chip. And there'll be a bunch of people as well that wouldn't have used any chip at all, um, and then they'll be in a nice strong position uh, in races to come, but I feel like the time is, the time is right, so I've gone for it. And Justin says it really well in the chat. If you have a team like Tom's where you have a lot of consensus top 10 drivers, it's probably more likely that you use autopilots. It's just which one of them is going to do the best. If you have a top heavy team with one or more budget drivers, you've got a little bit more risk and maybe you cover it off with a no negative. Or if you have 3X Red Bull or 3X McLaren and a budget driver like I do, and you want to cover that off, that's a good use of no negative too. So it, that those are some examples of a, a team specific use for each. Tom, any final thoughts before we run to our TVs for the start of <laughs> Yeah, it's literally going to be running to the TV in a minute. But um, final thoughts are obviously good luck to everyone. I think by now everyone hopefully has locked in their teams, and if you're you know if you're still deciding now, then just uh yeah take a moment of uh take a deep breath and go with your gut at this point there's only you can't do much more thought processing at the moment it's literally you know the deadline is right upon you so take a breath go with your gut instincts and trust trust your instincts there agreed just hit submit have faith in your team the rest will work out and if it doesn't <laughs> we'll be here for you the rest of the way to coach you back into the the contention yeah Thank you all for a wonderful live chat again. Tom, thank you so much for joining us this week. Uh, you're welcome anytime. We're, it was really a pleasure to have you. Yeah, and it's been my pleasure to, to join in. It's been a, a great, great fun. As you can tell from sitting across from me, a little bit stressful for me personally, because I've had a lot of decisions to make in the last hour, but we got there in the end. The team's locked in. Let's go, uh, go and enjoy some qualifying. Thank you very much for yeah. having me. Good luck, everybody. We'll see you right here next week.